This is a HeadGum Podcast. Let's do this. I've hit record. My numbers are going up. My phone's on airplane mode. I've got nine hours left on my Zoom. My Zoom recorder, it's not broken. 16 hours. My Zoom recorder is not broken yet, actively. It's not actively broken right now, but anything can happen. Okay. And your numbers are all going up. You tell me, bud. Press record. You tell me. Okay. One. Two. One. Three. Three. Five. Five. (laughs) No, this is not good at all. (laughs) How did we fuck that up so badly? (laughs) In 86, Anna Martin wrote the first book of what became a cult. Now it's time for Babysitter's Club Well, here we are doing our little dance again, aren't we? Yeah, and this time, Jack, it's a dance designed for, for two. two. Yes. Actually, I guess most, most dances are designed for two. Not like those dances they have in like like Jane Austen adaptations. Oh right, like, like um, locking arms and doing the dosy do party dances. Yeah, like square dances and stuff. Yeah, the last eight episodes. Yeah, have been square dances. Mm-hmm. Where it's you and me, two old dance partners who've been at this for a long time, and now it's strictly ballroom. And then we would bring in some some other dancers, and they would kind of do si with us and two-step yeah. with us. Mm-hmm. And it was a blast, Jack. It was a blast. But this time, it's the final episode of the... Netflix re- reboot. The video novel series, and we thought, let's let's go our own way, make let's, let's lower the lights. Let's it's kick out the crowd. going their own way. And, yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> Great. Can we trademark that? Yeah. Don't. <laughs> um, I should mention that the divine spark in me does recognize the d- divine spark in you. It was it's oh, peeking and out. And the divine spark in me recognizes the divine spark in you, Jack, and none, no other sparks because we don't have no. any guests this week, and because, well, I don't want to. I'm trying not to be bitter. Yeah. About it, but no. It's just me you and me this week, and the classic liars. If they don't yep. want to. They don't want to come, come on through our show. for us, and they don't want if they want to protect their precious authors and executive editors from us. Mm-hmm. Fine, if they're afraid. That's that's what if that's what you want, Scholastic Liars. If you don't want us to cap off our season finale, yeah, with the hottest talent you have, the woman <laughs> who wrote these books, or the yeah. man who, the sorry, the, not the man, the, the being monster, yeah, who lives in the inky blackness of your basement, yeah. If you're afraid of putting them in front of us, yeah, fine. I would be afraid of that too. We're dangerous men. We're the one who knocks. Podcast has never been about fear. Rarely. Sometimes we're afraid. Sometimes. But we don't want to have fearful people on our show. We don't want to have people who are afraid that would of bring, us. That would bring an energy to the show that yeah. is incompatible. No. Yes. With what we're doing. So I agree. Yeah. We're the one who knocks. You said it best. We're, we're the one who knocks. Yeah. <laughs> And now we're the one who knocks. That's a Breaking Bad reference from about five years ago. Is it? Okay. I'm not sure how many people are going to remember that. It sounds scary. Yeah. (laughs) It's like you hear a knock on your door late at night. Yeah. He's explaining to his wife how he's like a drug kingpin. Uh, Okay. Yeah. And he's like, I'm the one who knocks. I'm the one who knocks. Yeah. That's a cool thing to say. We're the ones who knock. 
I wonder if it's because we say stuff like that that the Scholastic Liars are afraid to put their clients on our show. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, you know what, Scholastic Liars, we're the one who knocks, and I yeah. understand. And we don't, you know what, we don't want them. Yes, because we don't need cowards on our show. Yeah, but please do come on our show. Please do come on our show, and thank you so much for never coming down on us for doing an entire podcast or <laughs> book series. And we should also say, uh, Walden Gredia is still Walden Gredia. Th- that's a well-earned epithet. They know what they did. They know yep. what they did. Yep. But they also m- made pretty good by helping us out and putting a lot of really lovely people on our show. Yes, thank you, Naya Suzakoff and Michael in particular for for making that happen. That was nice. Um and you know, they're still Walden they're still Walden Greedia, but now they're Greedia for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're kind of in the inner circle now. Yeah. So Yeah, maybe we're a little Greedia too. I think we can start to get a little Greedia. Let's get a little Greedia. Um I we should we introduce the show. Yes. Hi hi. Hi. And welcome to the Babysitters Club. Club. And you say, say it. it. And uh it's a podcast wherein Club. I thank you for Thank you for it. Was a little delayed, but thank you for saying that. Was it with you? Me. That was you. It was a. It's a podcast where an I, Jack Shepard. You say it, and you, Tanner Greenring. That's fine. Parallel construction. Talk about the classic novels in the Great Sitter Cycle by the Hand That Shakes, Princess of the Prince of Towns, Saint Annabelle Matthews Martin, Stormborn Soulskinner, Mother of Clocks and Bane and Bats. She is, of course, the first of her name, last of her kind, last hope for humankind. And what we're doing at the moment is we are talking about the great video novels by the Hand of the Night Queen, Rachel Schuchert, uh, adapted from Anne's work uh, in concert with Anne um, and uh, worshipping at her dark altar uh, to create a visual experience uh, in the world of the babysitters. And this week we're going to be speaking about a video novel called Netflix show number. What is, what is the, the radio novels, if not a visual experience? It is a visual experience, isn't it? (laughs) An animated visual experience. I guess it's, it's a multi-sensory experience. It's a multi-sensory because I see the characters on screen. I hear them speaking with their human voices. Yes. I feel emotional. Yeah, when they look at me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and smell, you can smell you can smell them. There's a smell. Yeah. There's a distinct smell. Yeah, there's a distinct smell. And the books, the radio novels, none of that. Yeah. Anne didn't bother with that stuff. She wasn't interested. She would try in to describe things like smells yeah. and sights every now and then. Yeah. And sounds, but like you know, that it it's it doesn't come to life like no. this did. Not in the same way. And The Hand of the Night Queen really did an excellent job with them. And this week we are going to be discussing uh, Netflix number 10, Hello Camp Moosehead, part two. Part yes. two. It's the, it's the... Really threw me for a loop. Stunning conclusion. not expecting part two. No. Scary. Yeah. I thought it would be like Jesse and the... Jesse Ramsey pet sitter. Dan School Phantom. Yeah. That would have been but a good it was, one. They just went ahead and finished what they started last week. It's the episode so nice they did it twice. Yeah. And I guess it's not, you know what, I'm realizing. It doesn't make sense, does it? Because Hello Camp Moosehead makes sense for an episode about arriving at Camp Moosehead. But you can't call an episode that is entirely about already being at Camp Moosehead. Hello, Camp Moosehead. Being there, and it ends there. Still at Camp Moosehead? So even goodbye, Camp Yeah. Goodbye, Camp Moosehead wouldn't even make sense because they don't leave Camp Moosehead. Right. During the episode. So it would be like, 
still here at Camp Moosehead or like living at Camp Moosehead or like thriving at Camp Moosehead? What about Camp Moosehead? The legend continues. That's pretty good. That would be good. What about the Chronicles of Moosehead? (laughs) The Chronicles of Moosehead would be fucking amazing. (laughs) Yeah. The Moosehead saga. Yeah. Um, All right. Okay. Who who describes it this week? It's It's you. You describe it. What we like to do is put 60 seconds on a big bad clock. I happen to have one handy during those 60 seconds. I'll have you describe every single thing that happens in this video novel. It was great. Can I see it? Can you see the clock? Yes. It's your phone. What do you mean it's my phone? It's it's a, a luminescent phone light that you can't see. You, all you can see <laughs> is this beautiful glowing light in the zoom. Yeah. It happens to be rectangular. Okay, here we go. Luminescent I'm put, light. Luminescent light. Uh, that's why I was an English major. Um, <laughs> what do you want me to do? I'm going to put 60 seconds. Start the dang timer okay, fine. It, started. it started. It started. Okay. Two seconds have gone by. They're in Moosehead still. Stacy has poison ivy and her skin is melting off. She looks like the guy from RoboCop. And... Marianne needs a new lead for the play, so she decides to be the lead herself. And meanwhile, Dawn is is doing a sit-in to protest the unfair conditions at camp. And Karen runs off because she's going to try to solve the hermit issue, but actually she's running away because no one likes her and she's she feels left out. And Christy and Mallory and Jesse need to go find her and... Claudia is still locked in her remanded in her bunk, and who is who else is a babysitter? That's it, and that's and so they have a big sit-in and they have a protest and a barricade, and the show must go on, and it all comes to a head when Meanie threatens to kick them out of and camp, time. but she decides to make them counselors in training instead. Kind of meandered through the beginning there. It was tough to remember everything that happened. Yeah, was there a babysitter I missed? Marianne, I think you didn't talk much about. No, I did. I said she has to be the the lead in her own play. But there's a burgeoning romance between her and one of her actors, a man named Logan. Uh, okay, I I didn't see I didn't see that. I saw okay. a, a, a burgeoning, manipulated romance between her and the snake in the grass. Okay, okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's a way of saying it. Yeah, who's doing everything he can to undermine put his sweet smoochers right on Marianne's tender mouth yeah yeah and he does do it doesn't he he keeps on he being tries like, his oh, best let's do the he part where we do the kiss everything he can it, it's it's his sole focus this entire episode yeah of the video novel all it, logan is laser focused on doing a big kiss on marianne i think you should save the kiss for the real performance to keep it fresh yeah. yeah, doing a big kiss, putting his sweet smoochers right on her lips. And uh, I think that's what, when you're a director, if you're a Lucia Agnello type, someone who yep. directs things, what you're supposed to do is you tell the actor what's the thing. What's the thing? What's their like, motivation? What's your thing? And yeah. for Logan, the snake in the grass, it's obvious that what they told him was you gotta, you, your one thing is you want to put your sweet smoochers on. Marianne's sweet lips. I say the same thing every time I come into a podcast record with you. Yeah. I think to myself, what's my one thing this week? What's your one it's thing? always the same thing. What is it? You're horny as hell. Okay. And just okay. ride that wave. Okay, yeah. And that's the energy I bring every week. 
Yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. <laughs> so I don't think lot. Logan, it's the, the, he's not Logan. He's the yeah. snake in the grass, and he's doing everything he can to manipulate this situation. Yeah. He, he's like the one who like went to Instagram and like spent the money to like make sure that Lane Cummings' mom saw hmm. the ad ad for Camp Moosehead because okay. he knew it would explode, be very confrontational, and he would like take Stacy out of the picture. Right. That's and a very complicated way of taking Stacy out of the picture. Marianne yeah. into the lead role, and he would do something to manipulate her to do a play where like. The man and the woman do a kiss. The play is called Paris Musical. No, it's called Paris Magic. Oh, is it? Paris Magic. It's called Paris Magic. And it's fucking bonkers. It's bonkers. It's you don't remember the you remember the movie Kate and Leopold? I yeah, I didn't watch it, but they go through time. It's sort of the inverse of that. You know what it is? It's um it's um Outlander. Okay. Yes. But it's also Les Mis. Yeah, it's Outlander meets Les Mis. Yeah. Sarah was watching Outlander for a while. We did a whole parody of it for something. Yeah. Yeah. She like goes back. The premise of it, as far as I understand, is What were that... we doing parodies for? What, what series were we doing that we did? We did the portrait collection and we were time babies for some reason. <laughs> Our podcast is so funny. <laughs> it's the reason is because we did a whole like parody episode of um of like a political pundit show and I made us re-record it cuz it was too absurd and you're like okay time babies. <laughs> <laughs> good. Yeah, good. Um if I understand it right from having occasionally walked into the room while Sarah was watching the entirety of Outlander, the premise of it is that it's okay to cheat on your spouse if you go back in time before they're born. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they don't, don't even about. exist yet. Yeah. So maybe that's what this Paris magic is about. Uh, yeah. We know that Lucia Agnello, the director who, whom we spoke with earlier, uh, is a um, and also one of the writers on this, one episode. of our many guests her, her, who weren't too cowardly. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't afraid. She wasn't afraid of us. Uh, even though we're the ones who knock. The one who right. knocks. Um, we know that she is an expert on time travel. She has, she has famously wrote and directed a novel called The Time Traveling Bong. Uh, okay. Video novel. Video novel. Oh, okay. Did you know that? No, but I like the sound of it. I, I kept wanting to talk to her about it, but we never had time in our interview. We had to play too many games. Yeah. So I would love to know more about this this musical. I think I looked at I'm like pretty um, ignorant when it comes to musical theater. So I did have to do a lot of searching around to see if this was an actual musical because it, it sounded just stupid enough to be an actual musical. It was lame is with this added element of a woman travels back in time to be in the French. She's a 19 year old in 2019 revolution. and she travels back in time, I think probably to make out with the French king during the French Revolution. I think it's I think it's the the like student revolution or whatever. I think it's a handsome French student revolutionary. Well, we never get to see it because the play is interrupted by Dawn and her eco warriors. Yes, and Marianne and Don have words about that. But it's fine. Well, it's like it's it does suck that Don is doing this. And like Don's like 
yeah, your thing is plays, mine thing is eco warriors. Yeah. And Marianne's like, I guess you're right. And it's like, no. Don is the thing that's different about Don in these video novels than in the radio novels, if I may say this, and you can tell me to stop if you think it's out of bounds. Okay. Is that in the video novels, Don is so nice. She's so nice that even when she does annoying bad shit, like holding a, a fucking protest out of nowhere in the middle of Marianne's moment to kiss her boyfriend in the play that she directed, she's really nice about saying why she did why she's doing it. In the radio novels, she would just like be like, now we're in a fight. Uh, yeah, but I think that's probably because it's like 2020 and we don't do conflict anymore. Oh, we don't? Okay. No, we do, uh, we do healthy. We talk it out. We talk it out. It's healthier. And that's what we do now because it's 2020 and we don't do just getting fights. Okay. These books just wouldn't hold up any, the, sorry, the radio novels wouldn't hold up anymore because like the babysitters getting a big fight conflict is something that happens all the time. And also like the other subplots are like. Baby carnival, and it's like no one's sending their kid to a baby carnival anymore. No one's going or to a baby, baby parade. Yeah, we haven't. That for me is the thing that I've missed the most about the last six months. Stuck at home is no fucking baby parades. You know? Yeah, it's a real you keep bummer. trying. Yeah. You'll like get like Jenkins and Princess and <laughs> and Cyril to like get on a float, sort of walk around a little <laughs> bit and yeah. like an, a line, but it never works and it's not as satisfying. I today yesterday asked Cyril. I I, I asked him. Um, I don't know why, but I was like, what do you want to be for Halloween? And he immediately responded, a shark. He knows what Halloween is? No. That's what's so crazy. He definitely has no context or concept about what Halloween is. He has no Maybe idea. Maybe he just heard, like, he got <laughs> enough, like, from the context where he's like, all he heard was, what do you want to be? <laughs> yeah. But he was like, and a he shark. He was like, oh, shark, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> He does answer a lot of questions with confidence that is not earned. <laughs> He's just so, like his daddy. He's just like his daddy in that way. <laughs> um, here's what I want. The main thing I want to talk about, we talked about this a little bit before. Um, oh, can I talk about my kid real quick? Okay, yeah. Let's just talk while about we're talking boy. about our kids. Um, my boy, inspired by our little sister record, if you don't subscribe to the little sister show, it's patreon.com slash bscc podcast. It's $5 a month. We sing the descriptions, and Miles was on last week. Oh, man, what a star turn. He really killed it. And Jack showed Miles some trucks mm-hmm. on video. We'll play a clip. This is a pickup truck. That's a big pickup truck. What do you think? Yeah? Yeah. Okay, hang on. He likes it. Miles, this is a uh, fire truck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Miles loved them, so I ordered one for him. Car carrier. Mm-hmm. This kid cannot get enough of this dang thing. It's a car carrier truck that has three cars on it. Yeah. He rooms it around. If you mm-hmm. take the car carrier off the truck, he loves that. If you try to put the car carrier back on the truck, he hates that. Okay. Okay. He likes it when it's taken apart. He doesn't like it when it's put back together. Oh, it's the opposite of how Cyril used to be. I, I had to stop getting him modular toys. Because he would just get really frustrated when they came apart? Yeah, and it would be like it would defeat the purpose of having him I, do something that wasn't bothering me. 
<laughs> I might need to get stop Miles from getting modular toys for the opposite reason. That's funny. Because once it's apart, he just like he will not have it be put back together. Any modular toy that I have in my house is duct taped together. <laughs> <laughs> what what strange boys we have? Strange opposite boys we have. Yeah, we've got weird opposite boys. Um, this has been Dead Talk. Dead Talk. Yes. Um, and uh, so what I was saying, Tanner, is the thing that the main thing I want to talk about. We can talk about it now, or we can talk about it later. Is the stuff that comes up around the wilderness of Kadesh and the way of the third moth. And so, if you want to talk about that stuff, kind of front load the episode with it because it's obviously like the main kind of through line of right, this right, video right. novel. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's like the it's the way to unpack everything that happened in the video it's moth novel. Lore? Yeah, there's moth lore in there. Yeah, there's everything in there. Yeah. Okay. I'm looking through my notes and I'm looking for Way of the Wilderness. Wilderness of Kadesh and the, the Way wilderness of the Third of Moth. Kadesh and the Way of the Third Moth. I'm looking through my notes for that now. Mm-hmm. I only captured a few things. Okay. I mean, I can kind of so, lead the charge on it. I, w- I think I'd be more comfortable with you leading the charge. Okay. I do have a lot of other notes. Yeah. But I'm sort of happy to kind of like, I'm assuming I can find ways to fit those notes into our... I mean, it's a, this is kind of an Ur theory. It's all encompassing. It kind of, yeah. it is part and parcel of the entire video novel. Yeah. That's what I thought. I think it's going to be pretty easy for me to seamlessly fit things like Burn of the Week and Hashtag Swoon into Way of the Moth, Forest of Kadesh. Yes, and that'll be fun for me, too, because I'll be in the middle of explaining something fairly complex, and you'll bring that to bear. Often, if memory serves and if past is prologue, uh, in the middle of a word or a sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so let's just start on it. The, the, the way this journey starts is at the 1035 mark of this video novel. Okay. Um. There's a theory that has been advanced throughout the, the last two episodes that um, the reason everything seems to be going wrong is because there is a hermit, uh, an evil hermit who has cursed the proceedings at Camp Moosehead. Right. Hermit the Frog here. Excuse me? Oh, okay. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Yeah. Hermit it's the Frog hermit. here. <laughs> um, yes, very funny. Um, and what happens at the 1035 mark is that Christy says... What does hermit mean anyway? Is that some kind of sexist slang for old maid? Why isn't it him? It's okay, perfect. And and this is my okay, great, perfect. Yeah, perfect. I thought this. Yeah, strike against the patriarchy. Okay, great. Why isn't yes. it him? It great. Okay, and that's a strike against the patriarchy. Hermit, more like him. It more like him. It yeah. So yeah, that's my strike against patriarchy, and I'm Good. glad I, I found a chance to kind of slip it in there. Yeah, it's almost, <laughs> I barely passed the starting gate here. Yeah. Um, the word hermit, at, so Christy and um, the Hand of the Night Queen and uh, Lucia are asking us to think about the etymology of the word hermit. Yes. Um, and so I did. Um, and as you may or may not know, the word hermit comes from the Greek. Oh, I know. Eremites, which means of the desert, desert. which in turn comes from Eremos or Eremon, 
Um, which means which means desert, desert, uninhabited, uninhabited. It can also mean solitary or lacking. Right. Yes. Um, it's basically uh, it. It can mean a wilderness or like a vast expanse or a place that is lacking. Okay. Um, here's a second thing that I think you will be interested in learning. Okay. The hermit sphinx, Tanner. Yeah. Is a moth of the family Sphingidae. Sphingidae. <laughs> and so we've had a lot of moth lore in these video novels, haven't we? We haven't. They Lucia have. Lucia and have. Rachel have. Yeah, they love to put moths in these books. It's Lucia and Rachel want us to focus on the moths. Yeah. Makes me actually a little worried. It's a faint. It makes me, makes me worried they're distracting us from something. This is the third moth, right, so far. The first moth was the amberjack or the yellowtail, uh, yes. which is a moth that represented the choice to keep these girls eternally trapped, repeating the same year over and over, and trying to justify that decision in some way. Yep. I'll refer you to the episode where we talked about that. Christie's big day. The second moth was the poisonous brown-tailed moth from last week. Welcome to Camp Moosehead Part Welcome one. to Camp Moosehead Part 1, or hello, Camp Moosehead Part 1. And that moth w- presented an alternative reality where we recklessly allow the girls to live their life and they're doomed to a joyless march, poisonous, th- brief, towards death, torturous life, nasty, brutish, and short. Yep. The hermit moth is the way of the third and moth. And a lot of crotch webbing. And a lot of crotch webbing, which I hope you've had someone look at. Well, I don't want to get into it, but okay. I officially start my new job next week, so I don't have, technically have insurance right now. So the okay, right, crotch webbing is going to have to wait until then. Okay, but it's it's like it's too complicated to get into. I hope that it's okay to have crotch webbing brown tail moths in your crotch for a few more days. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. Okay, we've got a lot more to get through here, so I will draw your attention to the 12-minute and 33-second mark where Karen, who has left the camp and run away, is seated at a bus stop where we learn later no bus will come. An an out-of-service bus stop. She's leaving because she overheard David Michael say that she's not kind of in disgust that she's only his half-sister. Yeah. Uh, It is bus stop 29. Right. It should come as no surprise to you, Tanner, that Psalm 29, in the original Greek version of the Septuagint, reads as follows, Phone kurios suseontos eremon kai suseise kurios ten eremon kades. Eremon is a word you've heard recently, is it not? <laughs> Aragon? Eremon. Eremon. It's the word that hermit comes from, isn't it? Edamame. No. Yum, yum. Just trying to stay on, on task here. It's the word that is the root of hermit. It means wilderness. It means solitary. It means lacking. It means deserted. It means of the desert. It means uninhabited. Ah, yes. That okay. is the Greek version. The way to translate it is the voice of the Lord shaketh the wilderness. The Lord shaketh the wilderness of Kadesh. Okay. Okay. And so the way of the third moth, of course, to bring this home and to bring this to a close is the wilderness of Kadesh, which is, of course, 
the place wherein the Israelites committed the crime that forced them all to wander for 40 years in the desert. And so that is the third way. Okay. If you're not going to trap these girls, if you're not going to just set them free, they must suffer tribulations. They have to wander for, for 40 for years. 40 years. Just, just as I have. And just as you will wow. have soon. Not that soon. <laughs> Some years away still. And did you catch any of that stuff? I, yeah, and that's what I have here in a lot of my notes. Yeah. Um, I've got the trials and, I've got the, hem, hem, what was it? Edemos. thing. Yeah. And. The Sphinx, the, the. The Sphinx thing I've got. The, the Hermit the Sphinx. The Hermit Sphinx, the moth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I captured a lot of that too. Yeah. Um, I would actually love to go into it a little bit more in okay. depth. Great. Too. Let's do that. Oh, shoot. What is happening? We have to take a break. Okay. Should we pick it up after a quick it's break? It's time to take a break. I mean, if we remember to, but. <laughs> okay. You know? All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Jack. Yeah. We're back, and we're we back. have to fill another. 30 have minutes to. of audio, which want is, to. is, is, want, no, I mean, have to and want, I don't mean have to in a bad way. Yeah. Get to. Yeah. We're allowed to. Fine. I mean, I can talk about the, the Greek stuff probably for another 30 minutes. If that's yeah, me too, want. man. Um, okay. But it's, it's sort of uncharted territory, or at least it has been a territory that we haven't had to chart in a while because we usually, mm-hmm. at have this a guess. point, would throw to interview. Yeah. But. The Scholastic Liars uh, kind of put uh, the kibosh on that, didn't they? They put the kibosh on it. They're trying to protect their talent, and I get that. They yeah. want to keep them frosty. They want to keep them fresh. They don't want mm-hmm. them to. They don't want the, to, them to succumb to our charms and our allure. Well, and our imposing presence. You yes. Know? Yeah. They'll never be able to write another book or executive edit another Scholastic again because they're so intimidated by us. Yes. And who wouldn't you know? be? Who wouldn't right, be? Exactly. Who wouldn't, who wouldn't be? be? We're the Where's scariest Babysitter's Club podcasters on the planet. And I'm, That's I'm certainly absolutely true. confident in saying that. Yeah. One time, Jack and I got in a fight on the streets of New York. Oh, we did, didn't we? A man pushed me over, and then we apologized and left. I didn't apologize. I did. I did a little bit, didn't I? <laughs> no, yes. Everybody knows this story. I... We, I was ready to do do a fight with them, wasn't I? Yes, wasn't I? I was ready. You were to ready do to do a fight. You physical. You combat. came to my. I came to defense, your defense, like yes. a like a noble knight. Yes, defending a fair maiden. They tripped you up, and your glasses went into your head in a way that that was unpleasant. Them. And you were and bleeding, and they broke your glasses. And I did come to your defense. They broke my glasses, and I was on the ground crying, and I was like, you broke my glasses. <laughs> and Jack came to my defense like a noble knight and mm. said, I will fight you, sir. And the sir said, I have a gun. I have a gun. And then showed it to us. And then we both yeah. said, sorry. <laughs> sorry. So you do. Yeah. This must have been our oh, mistake. Yeah. <laughs> we really fucked this one up. I can't believe this comedy of errors that is my life has led me to this point, but I'm so sorry. And we left. Yeah. 
And that's what would happen to you, Scholastic Liars, and you should be afraid. And that's what would happen to you, Yeah. Yes. Good. What were you saying? You wanted to tell me something. You had an idea for something that you wanted uh, to talk to me about. Yes, I have a new segment. Okay. <laughs> Great. And I do want to kind of whip up some theme music for it and okay. like a very elaborate segment intro because I feel like this one has legs and I'm really excited about this one. That's great. Um, it's called Exit Stage Burn. So is this is it exit e g g? No exit because it, there has it doesn't been have a, to be, but it can be a through line of eggs throughout these video novels, and they do at the end of this video novel say Lady at, her eggs. at the eight forty two mark. Yes, it's eggs. That, it's exit stage burn, but yeah. it's also burns that are theater related. Okay. Okay. Great. Or yeah. I I think it I think so because okay. I actually don't know that much about theater. Wouldn't it be what about exit pursued by a burn? That's funny. <laughs> That's much better. It's called yeah. exit pursued by a burn. Pursued by burn, and the exit is e g g s. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. That's great. Love it. Um, the first instance of this is at the three minute thirty four. So wait, what is it? It's theater burns. It's theater burns. Yeah, I, okay. I think I think it is. Okay. Yeah, I don't know a lot about theater, but I assume someone's going to get something out of this. Okay. Someone who might know something about theater. Yeah, you know. So three minute thirty four second mark. Marianne says, "Don't hold back. Pretend like it's opening night on Broadway." And Vanessa Pike says, "That's a lot of pressure." And Marianne says, "Fine, a Sunday matinee." Which I assume, yeah, is a very good joke. Yeah. And if it's you maybe know anything a burn about theater, on the second tier cast that presumably does the Sunday matinees, or maybe like the old people who go to Sunday matinees instead of like Thursday night. Oh, because you could deliver them in an inferior, cowardly yeah, product, and you notice. wouldn't need to worry about it because they're all sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Six minute eleven second mark. Exit stage burn. Or. Exit, Exit pursued, pursued by, burn. by burn. That's funny. That's good. Mal, Jesse, and Christy are off to find Karen in the woods, and Mal sings into the woods and out of the woods and home before. Now, Mallory. Okay. And I'm pretty sure this is a theater joke. Okay. I don't know. Um, you know what? Yeah. Let me text someone who I know is involved in the theater. Okay. Perfect. Are you willing to? Is it your wife? Be on the podcast. Is it your wife? Yeah. She okay. worked in the theater for many years. That's how she knows Great. both Rachel Schuchert and Naya Suzukov. Isn't she watching a Toronto Raptors game right now? Yeah. Okay. Um, do you think that Into the Woods is possibly a reference to entering the wilderness of Kadesh? I think Into the Woods is probably a reference to the play Into the Woods. No, surely not. Surely it's the thing that I just said. Okay. We're about to enter the wilderness for 40 years. Okay, we're going to have Jamie come down. She's going to answer all these questions. So okay. let's hold tight for a second. I'm going to hand over the reins to Jamie. Great. And um, I'm going to talk to her? 
you're going to talk to her. She's going to I'm going to sh- I'm going to highlight for her my exit pursued by burn passages. Jamie looks very disappointed behind you. I'm looking at her behind you and she looks disappointed. I think it's cuz the Raptors are, I think it's cuz the Raptors are losing. Okay. Yeah. What did he say about me? He said you look disappointed. Oh, cold. <laughs> oh, she's cold. The basement is very cold. Okay, so there's Jamie. Yeah. We have a new segment called Exit Pursued by Burn and it's theater burns. Oh, but neither of us knows enough about yeah. theater to see to, to tell whether or not they're funny jokes. So can you come in and help? So I've I've highlighted two passages here. Can you explain why they're burns and why they're funny? Yeah, that would be great. I want to be nice to the show. Okay, we're doing a changing of the guard here. Jamie uh, Tanner's wife is sitting down. Um, she's unhappy because she's also, cold. We're not being, Jack, can you explain to Jamie that we're not being nice to the show this week because the Scholastic liars? Yeah, we're not nice about we're Scholastic the right now. <laughs> we're the ones who knock, Jamie. It's good to see you. I'm sorry the Raptors are losing. I'm sorry it's cold in your basement. Thank you. Um, so there, so I've we've already had one that we didn't understand, um, and it's the first one. What was it? What's on Tanner's notes? What does he say? Um, it's at three minutes. Oh, you can hear yourself a lot more through the Isn't that headphones. nice? Isn't that nice? Um, at three minutes and 34 seconds, uh, Marianne says, she's talking to Vanessa Pike and she says, pretend it's opening night on Broadway. And Vanessa says, that's a lot of pressure. And Marianne says, fine, Sunday matinee. I don't think I need to explain that one. I think that, No, no, I think you're, uh, intelligent guys and can figure that out. Well, can I make, can I make a guess at it? Yeah, I'll tell you if you're right. Okay, so in these video novels, um, whenever they show the clock in... No, um, it's not It's not about the clock. But whenever they show the clock in Claudia's room... Yeah, that's not what this is about. Instead of showing the actual time of the meeting, it shows the time 3.42. So we're that's talking about this... something that happens at the 3 minute and 42 second mark. It's 3 minutes so and 34 seconds. Well, surely it's still going on. Okay, keep going with your theory. Let's hear this then, yeah. And so Sunday matinee must mean something. Yeah. I used to go to a rave. I used to go to a a weekly rave in D.C. at the Capitol Ballroom called Sunday Mass. At like 2 p.m. on a Sunday. And it was like less exciting than the nighttime ones, right? It was pretty exciting. But yeah, no, it wasn't quite as good as the nighttime. (gasps) Oh, so you're saying... What are you saying? I don't know. What is it? <laughs> so do you know what opening night means? First night of a thing. Right. And so Much like how the Toronto Raptors probably were pretty excited about how they were gonna do on their opening night of the season. Yeah. And are less so today, it seems like. Well, that's because they've been playing terribly and also the refs <laughs> are calling really bad fouls on them. Okay. Um so opening night is is a big deal. It's a special. It's like the the first official night of the show, right? So okay. that's high pressure. Do you know what a Sunday matinee is? It's it's in the mor- when you get drunk in the morning. On the weekend. Um okay, so most performances happen at night okay. on Broadway, but 3 days a week mm-hmm. they do a performance in the middle of the afternoon. Okay. Wednesday, Saturday, and Sunday. And that's and l- low pressure. What's happening? Yeah. Tanner, what are you doing? I'm doing some measuring. I'm sorry. He's <laughs> measuring the basement. He's seeing if I could f- 
Are we seeing if the desk could go in a different corner? Oh, you know what he's like, Jamie? So this is a thing. My friend alerted me to this. There's a thing that TikTok teens are doing where they... they is like, he flossing? No, TikTok teens will take video of their dads doing that and they'll set it to the Home Depot music. No, it's not flossing. He's also... That's also not flossing. Now right. Tanner is So I flossing. think I explained, I think I explained okay. the first stage burn pretty I well. I get it. Okay. She's getting drunk in the morning. Okay. And what's the, the second, second one? The second stage burn is that, so it's at six minutes and 11 seconds. And I don't remember because unlike Tanner, I didn't she get says, to rewatch the this. Yeah. Is she singing or is she speaking? She's kind of speak singing. Okay. So let's go to the woods to find Karen. And she, she goes says. into the woods and out of the woods. Okay. So context clues. What do you think she might be doing? Okay. I know this one. And okay, I explained it to Tanner. It's not a rave. I said it to Tanner already, so I'll say okay. it very, very briefly. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of references in this video novel to the etymology of the word hermit, uh, which, if you look at the Greek root, uh, references uh, a, a word that is used in Psalm 29, which means wilderness, and is specifically the wilderness of Kadesh, which is thought to be a forest. So it's a reference to the biblical act of the Israelites going kind of into the wilderness. No, she's singing a line from the Stephen Sondheim musical Into the Woods. Oh. I don't know that one. It's pretty good. You know what I saw is Sunday in the Park with George, and I did not like it. Well, I'm sorry you hate the artistic <laughs> process. <laughs> okay, so that's interesting. And so what's that? what does that mean in the context of this novel? Oh, yeah. So Into the Woods is about... Well, on its surface, it is a retelling and combination of many uh, fairy tales. Okay. So full of familiar characters such as Little Red Riding Hood, Jack from Jack and the Beanstalk, Cinderella, Rapunzel, a witch. Hansel and Gretel? Nope. They're oh. not in there. Because they go into the woods. Little Red Riding Hood is in there. You would think that so many of well, these people are in the woods, you would put Hansel and Gretel in. Take it up with Stephen Sondheim, okay. I suppose. But, you know, the woods function as a metaphor. You go into the woods on a right. quest. You face obstacles. And usually there is some sort of transformation um, okay. either from child to adult or some people die. Um, so... I don't know. It's like that's it's happening like in this book. They're, yeah, they, they're being tested. That yes, they're being exactly. tested. Karen is being tested um, by the ghost of a hermit, and right. Christy and Mallory are being tested in their dark night of the soul in relation to whether they're going to be able to hold things together at the camp. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could say that the the overarching theme of Into the Woods is the sitter becomes the sat. Oh, yes, yes. The sad becomes the sitter. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I yes. could have said it correctly. Yeah. No, that sounds right. That's um, exact. That, now we're on the same yeah. wavelength. The sad becomes the sitter. And that's what happens to Mallory at the end of this, is she's invited yes. to become a sitter. Yeah. And so that is, I think, why Into the Woods resonates with her okay. so much. That's beautiful. Thank you. And the biblical stuff? No. 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 Okay. Sorry. Well, Jamie, this has been wonderful. I'm <laughs> very, very happy. And what is the bur the exit pursued by a burn stuff? Because I didn't understand that. Exit pursued by bear? No, see, Tanner said burn. Well, but he's making an illusion. It's a Shakespeare illusion. 
Actually, I made it up. He wanted to say exit stage burn, and I plussed it to exit. Oh, yeah. Exit stage burn doesn't mean anything. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. He's just like looking at TikToks on his phone in the corner. Jamie, thank you so much for this segment. You have uh, enlightened me in ways that I never thought I would be enlightened. I understand musical theater now, I think, almost completely. Yeah. What do you think about Sunday in the Park with George now, in retrospect, now that you have all this information? I hated it. I hated it. I had such a bad time. I didn't like the music. Oh. You don't like... Okay. I didn't like the music. You might not like Into the Woods. Tanner wants me to wrap it up. He doesn't realize that I never get to talk to anyone (laughs) other than him and the baby. So I'm just going to keep recording here. It's very Um, nice. So what's the next segment? The next segment that we have to do... We haven't done our burn, so we could... You want to do Burn of the Week with me? Yeah, I would love okay. to. Let's do our. I have a burn. I have your notes in front of me. I'll be fine. Um, why don't I start? Um, the um, my burn of yeah, the week is. Not. At the uh, 14 minute and 55 second mark, we haven't talked much about Lane, um, who is in this. Uh, she, yes. uh, her face kind of melts as well as, 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 <laughs> as does Stacy's. Um, and they, they kind of make it up a little bit. Um, at the 14 minute and 55 second mark, Lane says, Your new friends seem pretty awesome. And then Stacy says, They are. But they don't know how to get last minute reservations at a hot restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> That's something that you New York people would likely say to each other, isn't it? It 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 echoes to me like something from a past life, indeed. And also, there's no way you can... Like, if I remember New York, there's literally no fucking way that you can get last-minute reservations at a hot restaurant. You wait in line like everybody else. I don't know. Maybe they're very, very fancy. I feel like... Uh, that's something I remember happening in Sex in the City. It seems like something that, like, very fancy, cool people who wear very high heels could do. Right. Okay. But it's a burn on the babysitters club because they're parochial. Yeah. Um, Suburbanites. Yeah. They're basic. They're basic. They're the types of people who just kind of. That's us. Yeah, Tanner said that's raise us. Raise families that is us in now. suburban Connecticut and, yeah. and never bother. How pathetic. To, and to who have to take over their husband's podcast. See the big like lights of the big city. Chat with someone. Yeah, so sad. But uh, what was your burn this week, Jamie? My burn. Um, took place at the 21 minute 55 second mark. Okay. <laughs> um, and Christy is talking to, is her name Meanie? I haven't watched this episode in a few Her weeks name is to, Philomena and it's short. Philomena. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Christy's talking to Meanie and Christy says, I spent the whole afternoon hunting down a missing camper. And Meanie says, Oh, so you're saying I can't do my job. And Christy says, With all due respect, kind of. Which is, <laughs> That's funny. Explicitly a burn on Meanie who yeah. cannot do her job. It is a burn, but it is also just a fact. It's also blackmail. Hmm. Because in in this moment, Meanie is attempting to kick Claudia and uh, Dawn right. out of the camp and send them back home. And Christy raises the inconvenient fact that she yeah. may have endangered a child. Yes. And, and it Meanie is a- sort of quickly backtrack so it's it, this is blackmail of the week as well it's a it's a functional burn yeah all right tanner wants me to wrap it up i should probably let him record his podcast and okay we only have about how... five minutes left oh okay we'll wrap up the podcast then no let's wrap up the segment wrap up the segment oh, okay. okay 
All right. Okay. No, Theater of the Burn is over. Oh, okay. We, we yeah. did Burn of the Week. Okay. Okay, he's forcibly taking the headphones <laughs> off of my head. Bye, Jack. Bye, Jamie. Bye. It's very good to Bye. see you. J- uh, Jamie said you guys are done with uh, Exit Stage Burn. No, it's, we just wrapped up Burn of the Week. We just I think did the it. podcast is over now. Claudia's <laughs> wearing a bra now. um yeah we did our burns so we've got about five minutes left um we we can start wrapping up unless there's anything you want to i've got some stuff Uh, so the counselors have become the council that become the counselors the sad have become the sitters have we talked about that jamie did talk about that actually she kind of covered it she said that's what into the woods is about weirdly it's a move it's a movie by steven sondheim about Literally Leave that, sat, the sat becomes the sitters. Yeah. Christy, I spent all afternoon hunting down a missing camper. Meanie says, you're saying I can't do my job. And Christy says, all due respect, but kind of. Yeah, that's what Jamie already said. Okay, fuck. Yeah. Um, we already did that. Here's one. Yeah, okay. It's something all the kids are saying. Yeah, okay. TikTok. TikTok. Instagram. Snapchat. Have you seen these? Can I talk, tell you about these fucking TikToks, man? Because Jamie I'm not wasn't interested. interested. In your branded TikToks. Listen, there are TikToks, and the teens will film their dads looking around the space and like looking at like measuring the walls, and then they'll put the Home Depot commercial music behind it and TikTok it. It's funny as hell. Hashtag that's, swoon. Okay. <laughs> okay, and that's what the teens are saying, isn't it? The TikTok twenty minute seventeen second mark. The revolution is happening. The barricade is up. Right. And the kids of Camp Moosehead are out in arms to rise up. Yeah. And Marianne's play is happening at the same time. First she's pissed about it, but then she decides that the play is off because she wants to support her friends. Her sister in arms. Sister in arms, and that is actually something that Dawn says to someone. Thank you, sister in arms. Which confirms that the Babysitter's Club universe happens... It. it Shares a universe with the Eternia universe, the the He Man universe. Yes, because oh, because of Man at Arms, Man at Arms, and it's okay. Man at Arms sister, sister at Arms. Okay, <laughs> you really know your stuff, because <laughs> that's a deep stuff that that they they buried in this video novel. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, Logan, Marianne <laughs> says the the play is off. We're all going to become revolutionaries. That's a, I want to say, before you continue, I want to say as a compliment to you, that's a joke for no one, but it's very good. It was a joke for that, you. That, that's what Man in Arms' <laughs> sister must be called. <laughs> I just want to dwell on that for a second because no one's going to care. <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> I captured that when Don Don calls like one of the the like kids at camp, yeah, who like stands up for her to Miss Meanie's sister at arms, and I wrote down Eternity Universe sister. That's very Must good. Must be Man at Arms' sister. <laughs> okay, you could continue. Um, Logan says at the twenty minute seventeen second mark when the the play is called off. Mm-hmm. Marianne, wait. She says, "I'm sorry, Logan. I have to do this." He says, "I know you're really brave." But you're going to miss her kiss. Mm-hmm. So mission accomplished, snake in the grass. Because okay. Marianne says, No, I'm not. And they do the 
biggest smooch mm-hmm. right on their sweet lips. Smooch City, USA, smooch population City, USA. two. Yeah, and it's Logan and Marianne. Logan and everybody's Marianne. smooching on the smackers, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, and everyone, all the girls behind Marianne go, Oh, oh my God. Oh my yeah. God. Goodness. Do the oh my God. Marianne! Wow. Wow. And that was my hashtag swoon. Yeah. And it's also hashtag go, Marianne. Go get it. How Marianne got her groove back. That And that's how Marianne got her groove back. Yeah. That's great. Jack, yeah. do you want to go or do you want to do more segments? Let's do one more segment you choose. Okay, it's called... Tearful moment. It's a moment in the video novel that made us cry, and we do it differently in this series. Because we're not allowed to use, as we have been throughout this episode, as a crush, the actual footage from the documentary. Yeah, we can't use clips from the show. Right, we have to try to recreate the emotional atmosphere that made us cry for our listeners. It's a more authentic way of doing a tearful moment. All the other podcasts are doing it wrong. Yep. Yeah. When did you cry? Did you cry? What did you? When I did you cried cry? a lot, but okay. honestly, the last thing I cried, the thing I cried at the most, was the very last image. Okay. Twenty-four minute forty-five second mark. There's some voiceover by Christy. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I'll have to paraphrase because we're not going to play we can't, it. We cannot pull audio. you got to Yes. Do okay. So if I'm remembering correctly, if I captured this correctly. Yeah. It's the end of the episode. Christy has invited Mallory and Jesse to join the Babysitter's Club and to become CITs. Counselors in Junior CITs. Mm-hmm. And they're both very excited. And Christy has this voiceover as they go to the lake to take a photo. Mm -hmm. And she says, I don't care who you are or where you're from or what you did as long as you love me. Okay. Which is a Backstreet Boys song. Yeah, that sounded familiar to me. Yeah. And I'm realizing that now, and I am I am paraphrasing. I don't have the exact quote written down. So your paraphrase of what she said is just the actual phrase of the Backstreet Boys. And I'm, that might be what she said. I, I don't, again, don't have what she said written down, but it's something along those lines, and it sounds okay. a lot like the Backstreet Boys song. And then they pose like the dang like book the cover. Ding, ding, ding. Super special number one book cover. Super special book cover. Okay. And it's so nice and it's so yeah. cute and it filled my heart with love and joy. That's lovely. So much love and joy that it came bursting out of my eye sockets. And in in a form of moistness. And moisture. Love juice. Yeah. Joy juice. Yeah. Came happy surging juice. up out of me. The happy juice squeezed all the way out of your eye holes. Didn't it? Because of the factory boy. And it and it gooped down, it gooped down your cheeks. Gooped some of down it got my in your cheeks. Some of the salty goo got in your mouth. The joy juice got in my mouth. <laughs> That's sad. That makes is making me cry now. Terrible <laughs> moment. Did you have a TM? I had a tear mo- tearful moment at the 13 minute 20 second mark. I wish I could rely on the um, 
audio from the uh, what the fuck is it? It's like a it's like a it's like a video drama. It's like an audio drama with with visuals. visuals it's like a three D yeah. audio sensory experience. But I can't. Um, Karen has become uh, upset and dejected because the other children have rejected her uh, uh, because they find her odd. Notably David Michael. Notably her own brother. And she she claims erroneously that she has no friends. Hmm. Uh, and then Jesse and Mallory say, uh, Karen, although you feel like you have no friends, what about us? We're the ones who like you. And you're our friend, and our we're, and those of us who are us, who are me, and and the other one, me, yes, that's us, your friends, we who like are you. your friends, and we're your friends. Yes. And then Christy says um, that she herself, in the capacity as uh, stepsister or half sister, not friends, Str- not, not friends, friends by the like strict definition of the f- f- term, yeah. But, but although not friends, sisters, and she says, what if, what if not sisters? And then she's like, I would be sad if that, but instead we are sisters. And she says, I'm so glad. And now, and now we're sisters, she says, and I'm so glad of sisters and sister and sister act, she says, and sister sister, act, sisters Uh, in arms, sister, sister, the Disney Channel show about Tia and Tamara. And she's not heavy. She's my sister, she says. And then she's, and then she yes. says, sisters in arms. And that's man in arms, obviously. A reference. Man in arms. And it's, and then she it's says, Ernia. I wish, I wish I'm happy. I, I'm glad. I don't know if says. we're doing a good job of capturing the emotion, but we're definitely being as descriptive as we yeah. can. I'm glad. Sisters now, she says, I'm glad sisters, and I'm glad always sisters and real sisters. And then they embrace. Lilas. Yeah. Lilas, which stands for love you like a sister. Yeah. <laughs> and we know that because we have friends who are younger than us, but still quite old, and probably people don't say that anymore. <laughs> Feel into that in years. Uh, Jack. You and let's dwell on it, shall we? Let's dwell on it. Let's dwell on it, because folks, a lot of folks very, who to this, very close. I'm gonna do a. I'm gonna do a plug for you, Tanner, because uh-huh. a lot of folks who listen to this show probably don't know that Tanner is another podcast called Experience Share. It's here now on podcast platforms everywhere, and it's where Tanner talks about Pokemon with his best friend. Josh, and he's managed to avoid it so far because that his podcast, Pokemon Podcast, has been going for a while. You've managed, haven't you, so far to avoid calling me Josh for the most part, <laughs> and then today, yeah, I, and I continue to avoid it today because <laughs> I said Jack. <laughs> but please do Didn't subscribe I? to Experience Share, and that is a great time for us to say that it is also time for us to leave and go and to say thank you very much Tanner actually I don't have anyone else I do a podcast with so I would say your name right (laughs) Tanner for bearing with me I would like to thank the baby nation for bearing with us I would like to remind everybody to please for the love of God subscribe to our Patreon even if you don't want a whole other podcast with us where we sing the descriptions it is a really wonderful way of supporting our show and keeping us doing what we're doing 
Uh, it is yep. just $5 a month, and you can show your support for us, and also you do get a whole other podcast every week about the Little Sister books. Yep, and if I may, yeah. before we get too far away from it, I do want to induct a new ghostwriter into the canon, yeah. okay, into the perfect. Pantheon. It's Ariel Carlin. Let's play her induction music now. Yep. Welcome to the Ghostwriter Pantheon, yeah. Ariel Carlin. I just wanted to make sure you get in there. Um, yeah. You are the horse girl. You are the horse girl. Which is something that Mallory says at some point. She says she identifies as a horse girl. Yeah. She, Mallory says, uh, Chrissy says, I didn't know you were such a wilderness girl. And Mallory says, Christy says, Mallory, I didn't realize you were such a wilderness expert. Mal says, I identify as more of a horse girl, but there's a lot of overlap. <laughs> so welcome, Ariel, the horse girl. Yep. Um, thank you. Sister in arms. Yeah. Um, and now back to the outro. Yes. Great. I'm we loving- couldn't have let a ghostwriter get away from us. That's how they, if you let them get away from you, yeah. they slink off to their little basements. Yeah. And they were where they to turn into behemoth monsters. Yeah. And then they get scared. And then they become too big for their slimy britches and yeah. won't come on your podcast. Yeah. Um, I would love to encourage folks to buy our merch. It's bit.ly slash BSCC merch. Um, we got a lot of stickers. We got a lot of totes. We got T-shirts. We've got all sorts of very nice things over there that you must buy. And it is a great way to support our show if for some reason you don't want to subscribe to our Patreon. Because um, then you can wear it. You can't wear the Patreon. You can't wear the Patreon, but you can listen to it. And it's a whole the- other show. It's... Um, what's the final thing? Oh, please, for the love of God, join the Baby Nation Facebook group. I've told you this a thousand times, but it is so much fun in there. And nowhere else on the internet is nice. I've been there. I've been to all the other places. And Jack it's the only place that's on the, nice. Most of his time on the internet, and it's bad, all of it. Yeah, all of it's bad. I keep looking. And there's one place that's nice. It's the Baby Nation Facebook group. Everyone, every single person in there is nice. Uh, just go to our Facebook page, which is Babysitter's Club Club Facebook page, and join the group. That's where all the action happens. All that remains is for me to say that this week we did read and enjoy and peruse with our eyeballs and take in all of the words of a book a physical book that is bound in paper what this week it was a video novel next week it'll be a book again next week it's birds that's what i have in my notes no i i know for a fact it's not birds because next week is a book that we've read and recorded and then weirdly and and we will not mention it It's as though we didn't have a plan and didn't know we were going to pause for 10 weeks to record 10 episodes about the Netflix show. Yeah. So we will not mention the fact that we were returning to the books and that we did the whole Netflix show. But the week after that, (laughs) we will make a lot of hay about the fact that we are pausing the podcast to go... Do a Netflix show series for 10 episodes. It's very confusing. <laughs> We're dumb idiots. What a bunch of idiots. What a pair of idiots. I'm we're going sorry. back to the Friends Forever series, and we're doing it. And we're finishing the fucking books, and we're finishing the fucking series, and we're finishing the fucking podcast, and then we're all going to go into a field to die. Into the woods. Into the woods. Into the woods, 
and out of the woods until we die. Until we die. Great. Perfect. That's a lovely way to end it. I would like to say as a final thing to say that this week I have been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Tanner Greenring. Please do remember to round off the quarters in your bedroom, drown all your dolls, call your senator and demand your right to bear time. And do not forget to let daddy love you as much as I do. Remember the Delaney's. Remember the trip man. Remember boo-boo for fuck's sake. Take your dream horse through that maze. Claudia is wearing a bra now, and the way she talks, you would think that boys had just been. Can I make a quick emotional appeal to Baby Nation? Sure. That you can put in the outro if you want? Sure. Baby Nation, hi, it's Tanner Greenring, host of the Babysitter's Club Club. We loved this Netflix television show. And we loved talking to all of the creators of this Netflix television show. And if you haven't watched it yet, go watch it. And if you have watched it, Go watch it again because we need it to be successful and we want it to be successful and they want we want it to come back for season two because th- many reasons. Reason the first. It'll give us more babysitters content to cover in the future. Reason the second. We'll be on the show. Almost definitely. They can't not do it now. We've gotten right in their faces. <laughs> and they have to at least... They have to. They at le- they either have to cast us or they have to tell us why they haven't cast <laughs> us. It would be awkward if they didn't at this point. And th- three, reason the third, uh, I don't have reason the third. It's just good. Go watch it. It's so good. Yeah, it's very good. And I'm really looking forward to season two because it would be very fun to see all the things, all the crazy stuff that happens in season two. So go watch it, idiots. Come on. Do your jobs. <laughs> Great. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>